Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Thanks to everybody down in Cork, to everybody down at Coco's Comedy Club and the Wonky Donkey Comedy Club. I had a great time there down last week. It was a great gig. And if I was to give you guys one tip, it would be to go onto Instagram and follow at Cornelius the Comic. He is a very, very funny comedian. And he's also a very funny guy to watch on Instagram stories. So that is my one tip of my trip down to Cork. July the 10th, I am going to be down in the Waterford Arts Centre for a preview of Son of a Preacher Man. Uh, if you go onto my Instagram at Hello Steve you'll get information there about where you can get the tickets. Also, this July, I'm returning back to the Vodafone Comedy Festival in the Ivy Gardens and I'm going to be doing a couple of shows at that. If you go on to VodafoneComedy.com and look for my face in the list of comedians if you click on my face there you can see the shows that i am going to be on and you can purchase tickets to those shows and also there's an irish tour coming up for my show son of a preacher man as well as a little trip to the edinburgh fringe festival if you want to keep up to date as i was saying follow me on instagram at hello stevo and if you haven't already given this podcast a five-star rating please do if you're listening uh, and you're enjoying it just give it an all it's just one little click give it a, a five-star rating on the old itunes or i don't know if you can do it on spotify and all that kind of stuff but it just means more people get to hear it uh, tell a mate about it and subscribe and if you really don't like it then you can just give it a five star rating anyway alright <laughs> on the podcast today I was telling you that we're going to do something a little bit different but I'm delighted to have done this one with my good mate Kevin Powell uh, who, who was on the podcast before this is the first returning uh, individual to the podcast since the last time that we had Kev on the show Kev has opened, uh, along with his business partner, he's opened a wine bar and a cheese shop, Loose Cannon Cheese and Wine. I'm sure a lot of you who are listening have already been there and you've heard of it. It's on Drury Street in Dublin and it has some of the finest and really, when I say fine, most interesting wine selection and cheese selections that you're going to get in the country. Um, Genuinely a brilliant place to go, uh, eat, hang out, try out some different cured meats and stuff like that. Um, So for this podcast, we want to do something a little bit different. Uh, Kev and I obviously both love food. And uh, on this particular morning that we recorded this show, I went over to Kevin's house and Kevin cooked us some breakfast. Breakfast tacos and some beautiful coffee. Genuinely great time hanging out because hanging out and drinking coffee and eating is always a way to get a good bit of conversation going. Uh, We hung out with his uh, dog that you're going to hear a lot of as well (laughs) in this uh, situation. And we had a great chat, as Kevin and I always do, about food uh, philosophies about food philosophies and how coming from the backgrounds that we come from where we didn't have a lot of money growing up has shaped our attitudes to life today. It was a tasty chat. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Breakfast Tacos with Kevin Powell. 
exchange of filthy animals. Coffee, anyway. It all starts. I was thinking that because I'm late coming over here, but I, I was, I do wake up late. But it, there was also a case of um, I had to have coffee, <laughs> and I knew you'd like be making a heavy, but I wouldn't have gotten over here in a good mood to do that's that. That's it. That's it. it you know, start your day. <laughs> so we are starting off with some coffee from Ethiopia, Mana. Yeah. I think you made that for me the last time. No, it was like Cabra last time. Oh, that's right. I want to remember. So where's where are Mana Coffee Roasters? Mana Southern Friends, Friends of Brian's. Right, um, okay. Opened up a roastery there in Exo, I think it's called. Never remember. Exxon Promo. Oh, right. Exxon Promo. Yeah. So we're, we're, we're. Kev's going to make a filter coffee of. Oh. I'm going to blow everyone's ears off. I need to blow my own ears off there. So I'm just going to do that off to the side there so I don't blow my ears off. And we're back on. So for everybody who's listening, <laughs> who hasn't had their ears blown off there at that point, we're having an Ethiopian coffee uh, from Mana. M-A-N-A is the name of the road. It's a cool bag, lovely yellow bag. And it's an Ethiopian coffee of mixed heirloom beans, and that means that there's not one varietal of coffee in it. That's what happens in Ethiopia. Ethiopia is the home of coffee, where all coffee in the world came from. And a mixed heirloom means that the beans are of... Basically, they can pick up different varieties of coffees in their backyard. And stuff yeah, like it's that. not a particular farm or anything. Yeah. It's just people. It's, it's just the area. And these coffee beans were grown 2,000 metres above sea level. That's all the info you get on a... Uh, coffee bag these days and we're making them the Kalita so Kev we're joined by Sadie today <laughs> what what kind of dog is she? she's half lab half collie she's mad isn't she so she, his little last time I seen her she was a lot smaller but she likes a little nibble when you come in the yeah she does, she like, does. How, how are you Steve oh. yeah, we, we tried to train her to give you a toy when she comes in but now oh. she gives you a toy and then bites you so. so here's a toy and here's a bite <laughs> So, you want to tell people what we're having this morning? I'm delighted. <laughs> we're going to have some uh, breakfast tacos. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mmm. <laughs> breakfast tacos. Yeah. So, what's going to go on them? We're starting off with some, some butter beans. Yeah, we're going to do some refried butter beans. Oh. Just for, you know, protein. Refried is literally when you fry the beans. Fry the beans, yeah. yeah. <laughs> really fry the beans. You really fry the beans. How have you been keeping, man? Yeah, really good. Really good. Last time, so I did listen back to our... Um, I know, you, you put it back up there. You I know. Had, you had a down week, did you? <laughs> <You're> like... <laughs> All right, Kev, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Fucking hell. It was a great podcast. That's a very popular podcast, thank you very much. But do you realize, did you listen to it? I have, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I listened to Isn't it. Isn't that I, I was... Um, uh, the first time I listened to it, I think I was still doing the early mornings, meet me in the morning at the time. Yeah. I was like rolling donuts, it must have been like 4 o'clock in the morning when I listened to it. I was just like, oh god, <laughs> said a lot of stuff, it was good. But that, but I mean, so when you, you listened to it again recently, is it? No, uh, I, no I only, I've only listened to it the once after you released it. Right, cause no, because I, I did listen to it again and like the amount of things that yeah. changed in your life since then. This is before Loose Cannon. Yeah, this yeah. is when you guys were taught. You had just done a, a goat meal goat for October. Yeah, yeah. for uh, for I that think was it was it. a friend's wedding it was or something. Still, my first. I must have only been in meeting in the morning for about nine months. At that point, and now it's nearly yeah, 
Oh, it was a year and nine months? Because I've been there now over two years, two and a half years. So. Yeah, so it was mad that you... Um, we had lots of plans. We there, was no, there was no even plans for Lose Cannon at that no, time. No, no, Lose Cannon kind of changed what... Meet me Maybe in the morning, morning was going to be, yeah, yeah because you exactly. took on this other process. So for those of you who don't know, I'm sure there's a lot of you that do, uh, Loose Cannon Cheese and Wine is a, a, a cheese shop, um, that and also it's off like, and a wine shop, I suppose, cheese and That's wine a shop. cheese and wine shop. Yeah, um, which is using, well, is supplying some of the best natural wine makers in, in the world. It's super exciting to have. It's kind of, it seems to be like the only... One in Dublin that's doing that kind of thing. So you got Green Man wine. You got Green well. Man. You got First Draft. Jer's place up. Oh, on that's right. Street. Sorry, yeah. Um, Shout out to Jer. But like, it's been good because like, I mean, when we started off, yeah, you had like Dave's place, Green Man. Yeah. You it know, it was really hard to get any natural wine. In yeah, and like, I guess he was a little bit outside of the city, and uh, we'd gone out there for like one of Key Commons dinners, and it was really cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then myself and Brian were just he, he went to Dingle and he was like oh man I went to this cheese shop have you ever wanted to open a cheese shop and I was like Brian? yeah yeah, Brian Brian, no Brian was the like kind of catalyst for just kind of kicking this off have you ever like, wanted to open a cheese shop and he obviously knew you, you're a cheese monger. yeah 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 exactly so like I, was, I lived with Silke for a couple yeah. of years and you know I'd done all of that down so, in Cavan wasn't it up in Cavan and then um we are like, yeah, let's look into it. And then, obviously, we were still planning on MIM, as we call it, as Meet Me in the Morning, becoming a, an all-day kind of night event and stuff. And then this unit, we just randomly, there was this badly put-up photo on Daft of just the front of the George Street Arcade. And it was like, unit for, unit available, yada, 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 contact seller. And there was no contact for the seller or anything like that. So Brian looked into it and he found out that the, the, who the landlord was and we contacted them. And we actually, we reckoned that nobody else contacted them. Wow. And we were like, oh, what unit is it? And they're like, oh, it's the Apassionati unit. So that was great because... What was the Apassionati? Apassionati was the flowers shop that was there okay, beforehand. Yeah. And basically, for us, for whatever I, we wanted to do there, it had to be accessible all the time. You know, not inside of the arcade. Because it was inside the arcade, we couldn't really do a lot because the arcade would close. Yeah. The big gates knew it. Yeah, of course. There's only two shops in the whole building that have... A front, a shop front. A frontage. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was one of them. So we were, like, super pleased that that was going to happen. And, and it's, like, really kicked off. It's, like, you're busy, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's going, It's going really well as of, like, the last... You know, it, once once the good weather starts, it's just yeah, it's lifted the whole thing. And up. then it's busy it's, Christmas as well. Yeah, we had a, yeah, we well, we didn't know what to make at Christmas. You know, we were like, are we going to sell out? Are we going to need? You know, it's a small space. We're like, how do we store everything? So I was like, calling all different cheesemakers, being like, can you just send stuff to me the next day if I need to, or can we drive to your house and collect it? And they're all very friendly, so they all said yes. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, and so we've done that, and then, yeah, we got, like, a really cool staff body in there, and they, they do they do some really good work. We do, like, toasties and stuff in the mornings. I know. I've and then been, a little, uh, little seasonal menu in the I evenings. I frequent it many times. The reason I don't go down there as much as I can, is, uh, as much as I uh, could, sorry, is that you'll end up there <laughs> in a situation that you and I ended up... What happened that night, actually? Oh, I don't know. I was, in a, I was in a funny mood at home. Yeah, you were just, like, do you want to go I drinking? Just, yeah, <laughs> I was I was like, like, okay. Like, 
don't know. Do you know when you're just sometimes you just I just didn't want to be where I was and yeah. I was just like unhappy in that moment. I was like, I know I just need to get out of here, and I knew yeah. you were around the corner. That's your right, yeah. life, and because I'm not like that. <laughs> Actually, I felt the guilt of the world because I remember I was contemplating not doing it. Oh, I know, yeah. Because both my girls sick. were sick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But they had got, I put them both to bed and gone to yeah, sleep. Yeah, so yeah, I was like, yeah, why yeah. not go get your You flew around and you might be like, no, they're both asleep. We'll just head on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we just hopped on the bikes and went down. That's right. And bottle ourselves. Don't remember wine. getting home. Yeah, I, I, I just was trying know. to think about this. <laughs> I don't remember. Did you go get pizza? Did we eat pizza? That's right. I did go around to pie, brought a pizza back. Was Colin there? Yeah, he and was. then Colin and um, he's made from Delahunt, doesn't it? Darren, we're yeah. just randomly there. That's so. mental. But I, and we I, all talked about the the last podcast. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, name drop Colin Harmon. You know, absolutely. <laughs> Shout out to Colin Harmon. So <laughs> let's explain to people what's going on here. You just sautéing some onions. Yeah, I'm just gonna get the little refried beans on the back club because everything else is kind of aluminium. At the same time, yeah. he's brewing a Kalita Wave coffee. Or is that Kalita? Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah Kalita coffee. So the coffee's being brewed. The Ethiopian coffee's being brewed. It's dripping away here. Yeah, 50 more and, grams. Uh, 50 more grams of water in here and sauteing some onions. <laughs> and the onions don't want any oil or are you just going to throw I put a little bit. We were bit. trying to be healthy at the moment so we got this little squirt bottle of Oh, oil. I saw that actually. But yeah. I've just thrown in a chunk of butter. Rapes so. <laughs> <laughs> chunk of butter is going in with the onions and that's what the beans are going to go in with as well yeah beans there's paprika chilli and uh, I'm going to put dill in because I don't like coriander so have you ever made I, I got into making corn tacos at home myself nice no it's, we used to I have a little press floating around somewhere yeah but these are the Blanco Nino ones Blanco Nino yeah, yeah where'd you buy them from Picante no 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 this is direct from them we're actually using them in the shop at the moment oh right okay um, they're in Clonmel so People in Clonmel are making tacos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, no way. Uh, they make. Oh, they're beautiful. They're they um. His name's Philip. He owns a uh, little ass burrito bar. Oh right, okay. And, uh, you know, he was born in Clonmel. Really? Yeah. <laughs> so they 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 get non-GMO corn. They process it here. They build the factory. GMO for people and who don't know, like myself. Genetically, genetically modified. <laughs> Gen- non- so it's all, modified they're working with farmers t- there. Right. But um, yeah, they're they're fantastic. So these are these are Irish, Irish, Irish tortillas and tacos that they're making. Amazing. And they're great. And they do bl- they started doing blue ones. I think it's the last few days currently of his Kickstarter. He has like a Kickstarter to do um, like tortilla chip company. Okay. He's, he's trying to kick that off now. Sweet. So I know he's super. He's a super proactive guy. You always see him outside network. He's uh, mates there with Ollie who owns Network and stuff. Network is the, the cafe on Angel Street. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't been in there yet, actually. So you've thrown in the onions. You you've also dosed in a bit of paprika as well. Paprika, some chili flakes, and then some. Let this soften up, mush it down, and uh, some a bit of seasoning as well. Yeah. So uh, breakfast uh, tacos. I don't think I've actually had breakfast tacos. Yeah, before, well, I used it? I used to make them in. I used to make breakfast burritos in um, roasted brown when me and Robin were doing the food there. Right. Like this, the most hipster one I could possibly make with like <laughs> avocado and mushrooms and stuff like that. But Tough uh, on costs and all that it takes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, you know, <laughs> Trying to do that. That's what you live with. And then, yeah, at the moment, like Jenny is. Um, Jenny McNally. Jenny McNally. I have not met this woman, but I hear through, a lot about her. Going through the green period. Right. So it's like she's just kind of coming out of it now. So there's, there's um, kohlrabi and stuff, but. 
otherwise we're kind of just stuck with a lot of herbs leaves that sound you're, you're hearing is um kev just beautifully slicing some dill <laughs> on um gorgeous chopping board you that I, I can't remember i have so many I, i've actually only got three in the house now but i, I keep bringing them into loose cannon they're all living there now but uh very good oh i love these coffee cups <laughs> the Irish coffee cups, white on the outside, <coughs> green one's green on the inside and orange on the inside. So we're having we're having the coffee. So do you um so this is your day off? Uh yeah. You got one day off a week? I no, no. We take I take we we take one midweek day and then we, we kind of just pop in at the weekends and to see if everything's alright. Yeah. But it was like obviously last time we talked I was in the kitchen almost exclusively. Yeah. And since then Emma has taken over as the head chef. Cool. We'll meet me in the morning. She's awesome. And then she's got a cool little team of chefs there. And I've kind of moved into a more admin role. Wow, what's Which, that like? Yeah, good, it's good. I think, um, like, I, I, very... I really felt it. Like, Brian was off for a couple of weeks. And obviously then I see what it was like for him before I was ever, you know, maybe doing lodgements or setting up timetables. Yeah. All on. Yeah, I know. It's not. <laughs> all right. It's not exactly the funnest job in the whole world. Yeah, yeah. But it definitely has a place that's needed at the moment. <laughs> definitely, man. I, I, I struggle with it even, like, now that, now that you've just mentioned, I was like, oh, yeah, some admin I'm supposed to have done. Really? Fucking six months ago or whatever. <laughs> but it's just. Once it's not in our heads, is it? your taxes, you're all right. Yeah. But, like, Brian I've, oversees all the accounting and stuff for the company, so he's. Um, but does he do all the taxes at the end of the year now? Uh, no, account for that. Yeah, but he does. He does. He but you have to do all the balance sheets, sure. don't you? That, that's 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 Brian. He's good at the That's a lot of work, I suppose, in the shop because like uh, I yeah. don't have. Well, that. especially like best like what we were saying the other day is we've got somewhere between seventy and eighty in staff now. Jeez. Between like we've got like four in loose cannon and then like this big team in in um in meet me in the morning. So where's your office then? Upstairs, in meet me in the morning. Oh. <laughs> Or, I'm, or, I'm the ba- or the basement of Loose Cannon. I've just called into a lot of the, a lot of the place and I never see he's in there, so I don't well, I don't go in. Yeah, no, always upstairs. Oh, okay, right. Send cool. a message. So who's running the um, Meet Me in the Morning since Dom moved on? Uh, Tama and Baker. Oh, that's right. I knew our two, that. Our two baristas. Two Shout out to those two mentlers. Yeah, yeah. Just Characters, huh? They're great. They're both great. Um, Connor's just been traveling the world there recently, isn't he? He, last year, this time last year was when he was packing to go Southeast Asia. Right, yeah, that's right. And he went there for... Growing a moustache. Um, oh, he still has it, does he? still he? has it. Fair play. Does he? Yeah, he does, he does. Sorry, I haven't been paying attention. So, uh, uh, he sauteed the onions, some paprika, some seasoning, <laughs> then the reef, then the, the the beans went in, the butter beans butter went beans. in there as well, with a, a little bit of butter, and there, um, he's kind of breaking them down, reducing them in a pot on the flame here. Meanwhile... I'm, just, I'm pretty sure I know what that is. You, he is um, using some smoked gobine ham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so he's finally, go. yeah. finally slicing some beautiful smoked gobine ham on the side here. And we're sipping on our beautiful coffee. I just, from a time point of view, uh, you know, we're 15 minutes in here. That's pretty good, pretty good going, chef. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We've got our coffee and we're halfway there. We're breaking. Yeah. Make more coffee in a minute. Yeah, no, just. You only kind of got like little like greens, so I was gonna do some like sauteed spinach. Oh, lovely! Lots of garlic in with that. I've only only had sauteed. Ines was making sauteed spinach at home. I never even thought of it. So, so good and so good for you. Yeah. 
Full of garlic and uh, mm-hmm. and spinach. Mm. Sadie's getting a bit of ham. Feel like I'm find her. Where did she go? She's insulted. She's not getting the attention that she wanted. So since last time, Kev and I uh, podcast, we've also moved house. Yeah, I moved out of. Um, was it? I was in Temple Bar. Was it? No, it was yeah. in Stony Bar. Was it? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, Temple Bar to Stony Bar. So you used to live around the corner from me, which we didn't really make the most of that, did we? But no, a couple of pints. A couple of pints here and there. Yeah, we had the odds where we'd meet up for one pint, literally. One. Which was actually a good thing, I think. I much prefer one pint yeah. to many pints. Yeah, most of the time. Yeah, you just don't have the... We were talking about that earlier on, that neither of us are great socialisers. Um, but we're just busy... <laughs> We just tend to be doing stuff. Like you were saying that you've got a couple of mates that you meet, what, twice a year, did you say? No, no, it's about once, twice a month. Once, twice a month, okay. Though we didn't actually, I didn't see them for the first three months of this year. Yeah, right. Yeah, well, I did one of them, my mate Bernie, he does make the point of coming into whatever shop I was working in and being like... Right, and then it's like, and and then it's like, stop working, let's hang out type thing? No, no, no. No, I actually always appreciated that with my mates, they don't do that. Okay. They 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 don't come in expecting... Me, me time too. yeah exactly because <laughs> I don't know I don't go into their job yeah don't that's know, true I don't know if you get that when you're performing <laughs> mm, you can well funnily enough after gigs you can get people going they're delighted that they saw your show yeah, yeah, yeah. and you have the chats amazing and you're very grateful for them to come out but then they've enjoyed it so much and they're going man you must be on such a high let's go get smashed yeah, and I'm like nah I go home because I got a kid and I do this every night you know <laughs> yeah Um so uh, where did you get so that's spinach is that from Jenny McNally Jenny McNally so big wild spinach, spinach. Oh, what was this just big big like spinach yeah, yeah. huge leaves uh, they look gorgeous so they're just going straight in a frying pan with a knob of butter <laughs> yeah only and the taking them take, reducing them down till they get to I highly recommend this to anyone who's like feeling peckish mm-hmm. and you don't want to be eating shite and something but you want something tasty it's as simple as getting spinach leaves Put them on a frying pan and reduce it down till it goes into this goo with some with some garlic. With mm. garlic. It's tasty. And it's a good side. It's a good side to any kind of dish that you're doing. If you're having a chicken dish or whatever, well, you can just easily fry off a bit of yeah, that or mm. like kale, anything. Okay, yeah. Like Jenny always has a leaf because we like in the shop we have our egg and green dish, which is like yeah. the dish that we do, and it's always like a, it just says McNally greens. Because you might just change. Because you don't know what the greens will be. Yeah, it's seasonal whatever she has. How big is her place? Um, I don't know. I think they have. I want to say they have more than thirty polytunnels now, though. And they're oh, they're actually well. a couple of weeks away from opening up their farm cafe. So their what? The farm cafe. A cafe out there on yeah, the farm, right? Yeah. That's cool. So, but like they're amazing. Um, they're just so receptive, so for trying things. So you just go to them and be like, oh yeah, would you ever think about growing this? And then Jenny will give it out to me. And then she might give it a go. <laughs> and she gives it a shot. Like we uh, got her to grow shishito peppers last year for us. And they ended up getting a really good yield. And other people were into it. So that makes me like extra happy. that Brownie like, points. <laughs> yeah, I mean that at least my random things I happen to read about in my cookbooks. I'm like, oh yeah, look at that. Shishito here. peppers. Are, what are they? They're like Japanese pepper. It's like smoky taste of them. But they're really nice grilled with salt. Okay. Um, what have you been reading or kind of cul- culinary-wise? Where are you at? What's inspiring at the moment? What are you 
turned on at the moment? Um, I well, I've been reading a lot of good stuff, just uh, only because it's been on my mind for myself. I'm uh, like good bacteria. Yeah. So a lot, a lot of that probiotic reading, things like that. Struggling with that myself, to be honest. I've been, I've had a good ten days, as I was telling you beforehand. But the um, I, I told everybody on the podcast already. I played. Uh, this game of football for Kilkenny Cat laughs, but then the ph- the photographer was there, took a few photos. I was delighted, like I scored a few goals, delighted. Yeah. Blah, blah. Saw some photos, like oh my god, look at the size of my belly. But, <laughs> and I've never been that guy. Do you know what I mean? I've always been, you know, I as the sports guy playing football and all that. And my girlfriend just saying to me, "It's just all the shit you eat." junk all the time yeah and that just fills up and you just think you're doing oh, I'll just have a burger tonight or have a bowl just my stomach's literally just swollen yeah I don't even have she was showing me that I don't even have that much fat outside it's just my stomach is swollen and so you're not looking after your gut isn't it yeah well, like I've been we've been trying like we got we made a little little food plan oh good man so because me and Kathy split the work between us and cooking it okay most of the time Cathy, by the way, is still his lover that he gave the stroke to. <laughs> uh, which is, uh, yeah, yeah, two, it's, it's, it's just the last two years now. Wow. Yeah. This is really cool. It's really, um, that's a, it's a really, um, not to ruin it, it's a really loving thing to do, isn't it? Like, <laughs> handwriter, uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So they've got the whole week up here, and then they've got planned out each, pretty much each meal. Yeah, pretty loose, like, just, like... Mushroom, yeah. mushroom tacos and quesadilla. Woo! That, that was last night. Monday's good. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. And so has Cathy been, has Cathy been into the cooking scene since um, before she met you? No, I think, like I said last time, she's into, like, enjoying it. Yeah. She likes nice food and stuff like that. But even, but, co- yeah. even cooking at home, I mean, sorry. Not necessarily the. the um, no, not really. Okay. Like, she she does her own thing, but um, last few weeks definitely she's she's asked for a few cookbooks to to kind of get into it herself. Yeah. So yeah, she's she's gonna start doing it a little bit more often. So we're um, he's got the the potato masher in on the beans, squishing them down a little bit, and then the other pan that the spinach has been cooked with the garlic, he's also thrown in. The Gabine cheese, which has been uh, thinly sliced. Oh, good God. This is. Mm. I am hungry. Sadie, get out of the sink. <laughs> yeah, I was like, how many times am I going to be like, Sadie, down? Yeah. <laughs> down, Sadie. Down. How old is she now? Seven months, seven months two weeks there. She's doing well. But, uh, Kathy, She's some walking her. She swings the hips, doesn't like, she? She's got a huge Woo! ass. She does. <laughs> <laughs> We're always talking about that. Yeah. She's only, she's only short of putting on a pair of high heels. <laughs> she's like, she's she's good. Here, sit. Good girl. The paw. What about the other paw? Good girl. Sit. Touch. Touch. Boop. Boop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Down. <laughs> good girl. And she's gotten good at catching. Good girl. Yeah. Well done. So have you ever done breakfast tacos on the menu in in Meet Me in the Morning or? No, no, never. Though I ordered um, tacos, well tortillas that were slightly too big for a loose cannon there. So they got sent up and we were doing a little all day mushroom one as of today actually. Oh right, so on the ta- menu up there. So, it, so it, tacos it are going to be on the menu in? Yeah, or tor- well like a big mushroom tortilla. So what's the menu in loose cannon at the moment? Um. 
mod our other chef. Came oh, back from baby, to leave. Yeah. Yeah, Houtine. Houtine is her. Houtine's is her baby's name. Okay. She says, try to say Poutine, but then to say Houtine. 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 So his dad is French Vietnamese. Right. And she is French French. Jeez, that's some good food going and, on in that house. And he is the cutest little baby. Really? Yeah, he's awesome. Um, so Mod Mod went on maternity leave and came back there start of February. Right. And she took over the running of the, the food for Loose Cannon. So when Loose Cannon first opened, it was just cheese and meat plates, things like that, you know? Yeah. Really rudimentary, straightforward, anyone could do it, just make it easy on the staff in there. Some cheese plates, some meats and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, but now we've kind of expanded it. We've got like, uh, as of this week, we've got like um, fresh crab tacos. So mm. crab just tossed in like a lemon aioli with pickles, greens, and two little t- uh, tacos. We've got an 18 hour sous vide like slow cooked duck leg. We just served that with a big dollop of beer, mustard, and toast. And then Mod has also added on a slow cooked octopus. So we got a, we got we have wow. a water bath in both shops. So up in up in in the morning we make like we sous vide the things, we backpack them, date them, batch number, and send them down there. Mm. And then before service, the guys put them in the water bath. And uh, yeah, get it, get it going. So what's going on here on the side? So everything has been taken off the heat. The the beans mm-hmm. are in their pot off the heat. We've got the the spinach and the ham all together off the heat. They're in the bowl separately, and Kev's just sticking on some eggs. Mm. Yeah, a little little slow slow uh, slow scrambled egg. Slow scrambled. So real real low heat. Don't put any salt or anything in. I think it's like Gordon Ramsay recipe. Oh. How do you think you just it, store it constantly? Are you it's super uh, creamy? Right, okay. How are you feeling about the the food scene at the moment? The dumb, like it's super. Like, I think it's fucking going uh, places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, think it's, I think it's doing amazing at the moment. Because there's definitely an element of people have been doing stuff because it's cool and there's the hipster element to stuff and all that. But that seems to be dying out. And yeah, kind of, I think. I think people are doing it because they're doing it. You getting know, getting into it. Yeah, yeah. I think we've got like chefs coming back now. That we're traveling or yeah. working in like Copenhagen or whatever, and they're here now. Or you got the guys like at Lions or whatever called Cliff House of Lions, or right? That are opening, I'm sure, and stuff. What's that? I don't know about that. So, so out, 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 way. Really? Yeah. That's brilliant. They probably got a place for. Uh, probably got a venue for cheap. Yeah. Well, I think they like they charge a much more hundred. <laughs> yeah, I think it's more hundred. I can't remember. Yeah, it's it is. It's the. The lines to stay out there, you know. Okay. Cool, man. Yeah. So yeah. that's all. Like, I think it's like it's really getting like going places. And you still? Cause you still? Do you still do a bit of traveling going abroad? It's like so. No, I haven't in ages. Okay. Um, We're going York. to Copenhagen in a couple of weeks, aren't we? Nice, yeah. For for a birthday. Are we go. Let's go. I definitely want to go to Ica, Ica Sanchez. Oh yeah. I was there the day it we, opened. We, we, we go though. 
I hear he's not lining up. Look, we'll, t- we'll talk him around. We're not going to mention the individual in question, right? When's this podcast going to yeah. <laughs> after the twenty second of uh, June? But we're going. We're going for a mate's thirtieth, uh, which is going to be great crack and all that stuff. But there's a couple of places that Kevin and I definitely want to frequent, especially yeah. Ica the Sanchez. I was there yeah. the day it opened. You the were afternoon saying, it opened. And then you probably followed me, through the next me, day. Me didn't and Pete, you? no, we're there the day the day it closed for summer holidays, and we missed it the day uh-huh. after. <laughs> Uh, Ija de Sanchez is a, basically a taco place in Copenhagen yeah. opened by I can't remember her name um, but she oh, was no. a Mexican chef yeah. was working in uh, Noma for years and uh, wanted to open her own her Mexican her own Mexican kind of taco stand taco shop type thing and when it originally opened in Copenhagen it was just it was just like an outdoor stand and like a food yeah, market type it. thing and I'm pretty sure it's, got, it's gone indoors now she's got her yeah, own it's, restaurant it's and all full, that yeah. it's proper a proper venue and um, so yeah, if you're ever in Copenhagen, check out Ike de Sanchez. But I had amazing tacos. Rene was like on the pass the day that I was really? there. He's like the head chef of, of Noma. He was uh, helping out that day, so it was fun. But I'm looking forward to these tacos. <laughs> the plate is out. We're nearly there. We've got the ta- you've got the tacos on the um, on the pan here, and they're just you just lightly tiny bit of oil tiny bit of oil on, yeah. on the pan and you just heat them up yeah, once it. the bubbles start coming up is when they're done isn't it don't do mmm treat you think oh. do you know where you get great tacos in Dublin Ken from Meet Me in the Morning brought me down to from this cannon from Love from, Supreme sorry Love Supreme you're, you're Meet Me in the Morning eh? sorry Ken from Love Supreme brought me down to this place that he's doing a bit of work for this pub down in Ranla called is it the Tap House something like that yeah and it's it's a totally Irish gastropub right it's like you would never think tacos come, come out of this place but there's a load of Mexican chefs who've been working in the kitchen there for six seven years and they're finally and he's like oh, he's like order the tacos and I was like alright I don't I can't imagine this going well man they're amazing really yeah yeah It's and it's so at odds but it's like a, a pub where all the football is on the screens and all do you know what I mean and there's a lot of tacos on the go and then you then you well there's loads of there's loads of uh, I think there's burgers and chips and all that kind of crack on the menu as well yeah but order the tacos and it's like these are proper tacos and uh, and they're coming over constantly checking how the tacos because they like you they really care about it. That's you know? awesome! Oh, it's so that? cool, so cool. They were amazing. Seen Ken in ages. He's a busy man. He's a busy man. Shout out to Ken from Love Supreme. And yeah, there you go. That's my uh, other recommendation for tacos in the city: Tap House and Ran. I think it's Tap House. Order the tacos. Oh man, it smell. You can smell the corn. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's great. Ah. So this is going to be served with eggs on the side, kind of a thing. And no, it's all gone in. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so this is like read the eggs are interesting. I've never seen them done like this. Yeah, they're real you culturally like you like say so it's like low heat. Yeah. And you see it's like catching every now and then. And no, as you're saying, no butter, no seasoning, no. No, there's a block of butter in there. There's a block there's of butter, butter, butter in there. Right. No it? seasoning. So salt salt makes eggs grainy. You know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So this is nice. You do what I'm gonna do is like when it's nearly there, I'm actually just gonna throw all the ham and spinach in there. Oh. Get get it all get it all together. Muy bien. See, it's coming there. Oh, gorgeous. Gorgeous. Sadie. And we're Sadie, back. get off. We're, we're back on now. We're sitting at the table. Sadie, sit at the table. <laughs> so you'll see this on the ground, guys, but we're being served an amazing... Ah, what a what a setup. On the sauce, on the saucepan, we've got our tacos in there. We've got the meat, the eggs. You put, you made some, you put some salsa on top. Uh, yeah, a little pico de gallo we had last night, so it's just plum. Pico de gallo. Like pico de gallo. Oh, pico de gallo. <laughs> Pink of the guy. The pink guy. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, with like just plum and onion, just Jenny's green onions and some plums. Oh my god, it's so good. Do you like that in the mic? <laughs> That's so good, man. So tasty. Yeah, it's like oh, those are proper corn tortillas. Yeah, they're so proper. Good, right? they're so oh. good. gluten free and all like it's just so good. So would you put this on the menu? Um, oh, we tend to be so busy and meet me in the morning that you need to be. You need something that's not overly labor intensive because we, we expect a lot of the chefs in the sense of they clean up everything. They, they're they doing a lot. Not, it's very hands-on. Yeah. Oh, sorry. We shouldn't be eating in the mic, but okay. It's worth it. What a great, what a great um, mix. It's healthy as well. Eggs are a bit of butter. Whatever. Maybe maybe we'll eat these in the chat after, right? Yeah, sure. Because we're just going <laughs> to... Well, I guess you can put this little section in and be like, actually, we have to <laughs> cut it. <laughs> no, I'm not going to cut it out, but... Yeah. It's Boop. Interlude. We ate the tacos. They were amazing. And then we came back. We're back on. Say hello, Sadie. That's <laughs> 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 fucking... I just got them new, right? I spent my, my middle class money. <laughs> we're just talking about... Um, interesting the different mentalities that we have in um in 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 your background and how that changes how you how you how you live your everyday life so like we were talking about we've similar came from similar enough places although i i I, like i grew up on a council say but i always thinking my mother is like from poor poor in in argentina and her parents were were italian immigrants yeah and i'll often hear the stress that it was like growing up in that house that they would make their own clothes. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or you would make her, her mother, my nona, would, would would knit stuffs to sell to have a little bit of extra money in the house. Her dad was a barber; yeah. they didn't have a lot of money, kind of thing. Yeah. My dad was different. He his upbringing was uh, when he grew up in Cove and Cork. His dad was the harbour master of Cork. Um, now they weren't rich, rich, but yeah. like that's a good Taking job. Taking all those cuts off super yachts that are going yeah, in there. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. But then there's nine kids, so then you can't have it's, that much money. Uh, yeah, my mom, my mom grew up in a family of ten. Yeah, yeah. And the same thing, like, yeah, as an adult, I know we were not rich or well-to-do growing up, but it didn't feel that way. Yeah. I, and I know that mentality's in the back of my head because I watched my parents be cautious about things. Yeah. But, um, like, yeah, my mom only told me when we were teenagers, I was saying Vincent de Paul used to... We used to get all your Christmas clothes, clothes and we donations at Christmas with, with St. Vincent yeah. Paul for London. Because, like, my dad was a painter and decorator in the 80s. My mom was on a career break to yeah. have kids. Mm. There wasn't money there. Mm. You know, they, they paid their mortgage of their house. We didn't have a car. We didn't have anything like that. We had an old television, like, black and white thing. So you know, the, the one with the dial on yeah. the side, the set in one corner of the room. Exactly. But, like, I mean, I, I did not think any of that was bad. Mm. whatever about like my issues as a teenager was never i i never felt and now maybe as an adult i i can see that it was yeah from 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 probably not poverty but being from an impoverished area being a lack of means that i was able to like go a bit mad and not be cared about because you're just like oh no that's kids from fingless doing that you know mm. you were you were put i live up to the stereotype yeah or i found out it's like mad things. Like I, I thought, ah, I was in um, after school groups. Yeah, 
And I only found out that those after school groups were for high risk children. Yeah, 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 yeah. As an adult, I mean, I mean, that's like that's two years news to me. Yeah, I did not know growing up that <laughs> me and those bunch of people that were put in there was because oh no, they're they're the ones with the mad parents. They're the yeah, ones that yeah. with our mad kids. And then when I think back, like 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 at least it was seven of us i think but like i think two of them took their own lives you know and like i even think about my my secondary school class had a such a high suicide mortality rate in the first secondary school i was in and i only think back about it but i don't realize at the time at the time you're like this selfish teenager who's just like whatever i'm just doing my own thing the whole time because we were were talking about the reason we got into this conversation was the the mentality that you that you grow grow up because of where you came from Mm -hmm. so the neighborhoods that we would have come from it was kind of like you're right we never thought about being poor yeah yeah, yeah. but now you look back and and you kind of go people who were on medical cards yeah yeah yeah. class of you don't realise there's a class system for a start. Yeah, yeah, because you're... The only time, interestingly, I knew to lie about where I came from was when I moved from primary school to secondary school. Primary school, you know, everybody kind of... You, you'd grown up from, from being babies, basically, that mm-hmm. you... I suppose you, everyone kind of, to a level, seems to accept each other. Yeah. And we were from all over outside the town. But when I moved to secondary school, I didn't necessarily know everybody making new friends. And they worked out I was from a certain estate. And there was one comment made one day, and that's it. I lied about where I came from all the time. Well, I'm on the opposite side. Um, We, so where I grew up is a place called Lake Glen in Finglas, which is actually uh, uh, not a council estate. They were sweepstake houses. (laughs) Exactly. They were sweepstake houses, and then my parents bought. I think I saw the deed. They spent 19 grand buying the house. They they got a mortgage. They got a mortgage in 1983 for it, just after they got married. What were the repayments on that? I don't know, man. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or a month. But so it was called the Posh Estate where I grew up. Like. It was still, it looked like the other estate, but yeah, it had like a tidy town committee and, <laughs> but you know, y'all had to go to the same school, y'all shopped in the same shops. Yeah. There wasn't, there wasn't somewhere else you could be classist yeah. other than this was a council estate, this was a private estate. Right, right. You know? And so like in school, we used to get slagged for being from the posh estate. Right. Okay. You know? Yeah. Cause that's, that's, that's weird that that mentality of class on some, like you don't realize yeah. as a kid, yeah, yeah, yeah. what you're getting caught up into is this class bullshit. And yeah, that, yeah. That, that's what we were talking about in our mentalities now as adults, how we see, I think it's even confidence. <clears throat> we see that we make life decisions or we worry about things that people who haven't come from that background just don't think about. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Like uh, money, uh, money is a yeah, big thing. Yeah, yeah everything is. Everything is like whatever about right now. It's how am I going to be in three months or six months yeah. or nine months? What do I have to do? It's all these thoughts that some people think you don't need to be thinking about that yet. Mm. You know, mm. but for me, it's just like no. I, if I if I don't get my head around this, like I've been, I'm like nearly nearing my like say coming up to like ten years of overall kind of trying to like five six years of trying to earn just for myself. Yeah, along you know, and obviously a few blips along the way of of being like self destructive towards that, and I, I could be maybe further along if I hadn't been. Do you think that's such a that's, troublemaker? But that stuff that you talked about, in the, in the yeah, podcast, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think that's connected to that mentality? Yeah, well, I think, like, I mean, some of the shit I done when I was very young, well, not very young, when when like say my like very early twenties 
was when my dad was like stuck for cash and I was like no I'll sort you out I'll make it work really between me and I'll pass this how, does, how does that communication happen that you know that your dad is stuck because cause he, he lived in the single bedroom in my grandparents house and hadn't worked for right. five years at okay. that point you know he like he he asked me to make CVs for him. We sent them out. And he never got anything back. You know that yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. was a painter of a painter decorator of a class that he should have been paid up here. Yeah, and he had a refusal to be paid down there. So he looked. You know, and I think it's it's that embarrassment of no, I can't. Um, I can't. Um, you know, give to my family. Um, oh my can't God. provide for my provide. Family. Yeah, exactly. And that's demasculating. And yeah, and yeah, yeah. Stuff and you know, in, in that and he kind of maybe he rolled he rolled back a little bit. You know, he had a room full of Celtic posters and Good stuff man. like that. Now we put them up when we were kids. From when right, he first yeah. moved in there, there was like a barren order for a few months, and we used to have our room covered in Celtic stuff when he was there. The inside page of the Celtic View the whole time. <laughs> but remember, we went over as a surprise one day, me and my brother, and we just. We put all the stuff that we had collected up in his room, so it felt a bit more like airhouse. Yeah, to him. But then, like you know, I'd be talking to this man you now. He died when he was fifty-two, but like when he was fifty, I'd be looking at a room and I was twenty-four then, being like, "Cool, it's like, it, it it looks like a it looks like a child's room. It looks like, you know, yeah, it's like it, it's like he stalled, but like stalled at my age, <laughs> yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's but, a, yeah. Yeah, it's a, so that's interesting that she, from from that age you you can feel the pressure of. I yeah. think to be fair, my my mother used to always give out. I remember running out in the street or p- playing up in the up in the pitch, and we got new tracksuit bombs. I got I either got mud on them or I ripped them. Yeah, and there's fucking war when you got. Yeah, home. it's kind of a like that's eight, nine, ten years. You don't of know age. what you're wearing, you what it cost, or yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, yeah. explained that about the credit card bill. Yeah, so you know it's like. So like I don't know if my brother and sister have the same thing. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that was just something that I, yeah, that I got my, the eldest. Yeah, my sister doesn't. Right. Yeah. So she's not because she grew she grew up when both my parents were working when the economy was booming. Yeah. Okay. You know, I, like that's mad how that so yeah, like your mentality. Yeah, yeah, life is yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Wow. You know, but like she's she's got lots of common sense, like herself and. She, she thinks about saving and she works, yeah, and she's and she never she's never taught not to work. Exactly. Yeah. But that's because, you know, she finished school and whatever, dropped out, and she was like, Oh, I don't want to live in my parents' home. I don't want to live in my mom's house. So I have to go and get a job and start earning because I want it. Like my sister, my sister started paying rent when she was 18 to people. You know, she's mm. she's a grown-up from a very young age. Yeah. And yeah, there's, there's other times. Other times, like, she's still learning, but so she should be. She's only 25 now. Like, yeah. she's lots of learning to do, mm. you know? Yeah. But, yeah. Do you, do you dream of prosperity? Do you dream of, like, <coughs> um, of having money? No, like, I think I, I <clears throat> like we said there when we were eating, that, yeah, I want to have kids. And I, I, I absolutely want to provide for them. Um, I, I think mine and Cathy's attitude towards it are very different. Like she, um, as she's told me, like she never needed to have a job when she was in school or in college. Her parents were like, no, you go to college, you get your degree, then you get a job. Yeah. Whereas for me and a lot of my friends, it was like, yeah, if you want to go to college, start if, earn, start, start earning yeah. some money. If you want to go to college, yeah, 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 then. exactly. Like I like started working in the butchers so I could afford a stereo. Yeah, when I was thirteen, you know that kind of way. I was yeah, like, yeah. "No, I'm going to work because I want things," and I think it's the same thing. I don't necessarily want to be affluent. I don't want to be rich. I don't want to 
not have to do stuff. That's not me. I I I I love being active and I love earning. I do actually love earning money. I think it's like it's incredibly satisfying to be like, no, I I worked really hard for this, and I I do deserve this. And but I I would now I like I, I joke with Cathy's like if we ever have kids, they can get jobs in the summer, mm-hmm. or they can get jobs at college. But actually, I don't mean that. I don't mean that. Mm-hmm. I actually would love to be that parent as well. That's like no, you you do so much better than me because I want you to do it, you know? So, yeah, for me, that's a goal in my mind. So you wouldn't you wouldn't have them work on the jobs? I, I, I wouldn't. I fucking I, would. <laughs> well, the thing is, like, you know, I want to, I want to, well, but like, it falls back into, and I've, I've joked about it as well today, that I want to have this kind of restaurant or a family business where, yeah, they work within that. So the dreaming they, of the... So you know, it's like you want the five-a-side team, like I want the chef team. <laughs> <laughs> That's so that so that is a a, a dream of yeah. prosperity. That's a really yeah. beautiful thing that involves the richness in in family. More yeah, than like yeah, I I I absolutely like I I I don't think my parents were ever selfish about money. I, I think there was definitely like money we just didn't have. So it was the end of it. Like they 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 and when it was there, it was for everybody. But I, like for me, I, I, I like my goals now are yeah. Like I, I want to make, I want to work real hard so that like my offspring or whatever or whoever like if I adopt kids or I have kids or whatever that they have a they have a great life. But I want them to understand stuff. I don't want them to be that idea that everything's just handed to them either. So I, I have to instill like Which, two things, but while not expecting them to have to pay for their own college education. Yeah. You know, that, which which that's a beautiful thing, which feeds into a lot of the food philosophy as well as like that. You know, you want to know. We've sat here eating this amazing food. Mm. You know where every single ingredient has come from, yeah. or the way that it was made. About you know, that's that's a beautiful philosophy to have. Yeah. You know? but yeah, I think like I want I, like as society like and like the reason we I started off all the food stuff was yes, I can I can be successful within food. I can start a food company. I can start a food business. I can do pop ups. But I want to bring Jenny with me. I want to bring Blanco Nino with me. I want to bring whoever. Mm. Like I, I, I'm, I'm very of the opinion like that. Like rising tide brings all ships up. I don't want to just go ahead and make a shit ton of profit. And I'm really lucky to work with Brian, who's exactly the same. You know, we have discounts, or whatever, for our staff. But like, what we always say to them is, they work for us, with us. We never want to make a profit off our staff. If they want to come in and socialize outside of hours and have wine or come in and have brunch on their days off, they pay the li- like we don't lose money on them, but they pay the literal bare minimum because we don't want to profit off our staff. We want them to be able to live their lives as well as we can try to live our lives, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah, that's a cool thing, man. That's really yeah. amazingly open minded that it would be, it would be nice of a lot more places to work like well that but well. yeah especially like like we we're saying in dublin to like even make it viable living here you know yeah it's just not, nobody's it's, enjoying this shit but there's like there's <laughs> like a, a lack of kindness yeah you know we, we, get, we, we we fall into the same bullshit circles as well like the last time we had a, a boom like i was working on the sites in fingers yeah, actually, yeah, yeah. I was working on that you know royal grand canal park those yeah yeah that's where kathy was <laughs> no way yeah, yeah, so yeah, I, yeah. I fitted all loads of um 
I've hung loads of the doors there. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. And stuff, and did all the stuff on the roof and all that kind of stuff. But like, there was there was no soul in any of that stuff. At all. Mm. Nobody cared about putting those apartments together. Yeah. It was money, 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 money. They got the apprentices to do all yeah, yeah. the the jobs that that the qualified carpenters should have been doing, but they didn't care. It was like boom, boom, yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's no soul in it. Those apartments don't have any soul no, in them at they all. They feel it's that horrible, way. like, um, yeah. and it's a uh, yeah, it's just a a weird weird place that we're in. That it's. Hope that I mean that's a beautiful philosophy. I was lucky when the restaurant I worked in in London. That was very much the philosophy. As that's well. it. They wanted to educate they, you. You were, you were educated, yeah. but you loved what you did. Like, yeah, I yeah, loved. Yeah. It was my favorite job I've ever done. Yeah, I was working in a, as a as a waiter basically in a restaurant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was my favorite job, and I learned so much because when you're yeah. working with people that are passionate, that are into what they're doing, and yeah. um, you learn a lot about life. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. Job, and it makes it makes us so happy when even air staff say that they love working here yeah. or. Or like we had someone who's leaving, she's moving back home, who's like it was the hardest decision for me to leave. That's the best thing to say. Some some people are like you, like, and then to me, I'm like, that's mad. Like this is a cafe, this is Mm. a, you know. But for people that work within it, beyond that, it's it's their it's their forty hours a week they spend socializing as well with people, and like, I I do I do count myself lucky for like the amazing staff we've gotten, but I'm really glad that the attitudes that myself and Brian do have towards them of being very open and of being like, I mean, me and Brian are in there six days a week each for some length of time, you know, mm. and they know. And like when they get the job, they're like, no, you come and talk to us. If you want to talk to us about something, yeah, you know, we're sitting upstairs and we're working or I'm in the kitchen or Brian's on the bar. Just come and have a natter with us. If there's something on your mind. Yeah. And we've always had that openness yeah, and that kindness and that, Willing to like, we have a new chef coming on in a couple of weeks. Who it's her, it's going to be her first time in a kitchen actually, uh-huh. and well, second time, you know. But to be already calling her a chef, or to be already be like, no, it's all right. That's a big you're, deal you're, for her. You're coming here to learn, yeah. and we're happy to have you, yeah. you know. And yeah. I think it's so important. And like, yeah, I just things just need to be open, and you need to like trust people. And like, I think they'll want to stick around. They'll want to learn, you know. You're not going to scare someone or ruin someone's future. Like, I think it's real important. I'm, I'm. I like I, I think I can't remember someday it kind of hit me like Brian Brian pays the wages and he was like oh man I paid X amount we've got we paid 19 people today <laughs> and I was like man we like we helped like you now obviously they helped us a huge amount and they earned it but we, I I was able to be part of a company that let 19 people live their lives or go on holidays or buy new clothes yeah. and I'm like Holy shit! That's the actually. That's, a big that's actually. But I, I, it, that's the best time I've felt owning a business. I've whatever about awards or whatever about like gratification of someone enjoying a meal. I was like, holy shit! Like, I was like, one of the people was going on holidays. Someone was like just wearing something new and they're talking about. It. And I was like, oh man, that's like we made this business viable. Yeah. And these came on board with trusting us that we'd like pay them and they'd have a life from it. And man, it's such an honor. Like I was like, holy shit! I felt so lucky for being able to do that. In terms of the, the question about prosperity, then that I was yeah. saying, it's very much prosperity is a. For me, what you're saying is much more wholesome. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. like uh, yeah. I, I don't want I I don't want to be rich to hoard. Yeah, I also don't want to be rich in general, but I want to be prosperous in the sense that I help my direct family or society as a whole. You know. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah. by looking after your own little corner. Yeah, exactly. And, but, and then hoping that that spreads. Uh, hoping like that the guys that want to come and work for us that also want to start a cafe, 
you know, we've had a guy doing that now. He hasn't started his cafe yet. But he's like, he, he said to us, he never learned so much working in cafes in his whole life than he did from us about how to deal with his staff. Right. Which and I'm, I'm delighted because all I want them to do is like, cool, that's how I'm going to behave with my staff. Yeah. And let it go on and on and on. And be that, you know, be that support network, be that, that yeah, we ins- we're glad we inspired that in you, that it's not just about making money off the people that work for you. It's about like caring for them. Yeah. You know? Yeah, which is kind of what we've done this morning. We've had um, an amazing breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> it's been so cool. So uh, like so how did that even happen the way you just made it up as you went along kind of thing or yeah well I talked about this morning I was like oh yeah Steve was coming over <laughs> what, what am I going to make and like I have like a little bit of Goatsbury trout in there and obviously I, got, I get I, I get a, like my weekly shop off the McNally's and I was like oh, what will I make what will I make you get a weekly shop to the gaff uh, no 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 it, it, it comes in with air, air yeah, delivery right. into the shop yeah. very handy yeah, yeah. so I bring it home but we leave it up to the McNally's and we just pay them for it yeah um, I was just like, yeah, what they make, and I knew I'd brought I had a couple of extra tacos from last night, and I was like, actually, breakfast tacos would be banging. Proper, proper yeah. corn tacos. They were, yeah, and they're beautiful. delicious, right? They're they taste so, so nice. Tasty. The taste you can taste the corn. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's so good, and served here on a, on a hot griddle, basically. That's kind of like it kept them warm underneath. Yeah, and stopped them cracking yeah. or letting the moisture ah, through. It was so good. Yeah, it worked out. Yes, yes, it kind of feels kind of Irish as well, doesn't it? It's kind of like yeah, know, the, the, the greens. And the yeah, kind of that's it. A bit, a bit of ham. <laughs> <laughs> No muy mexicano. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But it's like it was. It was yeah. beautiful. It's a, they, I don't know. Tacos and tortillas are a great delivery device for like whatever you're gonna put in them. You know. Yeah, yeah. So what's uh, what's the plan for the next couple of years? Um, with work, not necessarily personal. I think obviously. we're gonna start roasting coffee. Holy shit! Yeah, that's a biggie. Yeah, yeah. Oh my bro, god! Bro. Sorry, what is this you put on the end? Little uh, uh, pico de gallo. <laughs> pico de gallo. So this is pickled. Um, it's like lightly pickled green onions from the McNally's and just some fresh plum. Wow! So you just pickled them, and that was kind of the kind yeah, of yeah, yeah, just on top. top. Yeah, a little something cut through it. Um, yeah, I think we we want to we want to start importing wine. So as far as the current two businesses we have, that's kind of the little branch now from them. Um, we talk a lot about stuff. I've been wanting to open a restaurant, like something. Since something. the last podcast, we did. But yeah, that. yeah, but like something totally not off the ball, but off the wall or anything. But just a little, little bit out there, a little bit like what I've always wanted to do. But now I have maybe the financial security to kind of realistically look into it and I have the business partner this will be outside Dublin yeah maybe outside Dublin maybe something here as well before before I leave before yeah. I you know go yeah. country yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. Man. Yeah. That'll be pretty. Um, we always we always talk about other cafes, and we every now and then we look at some units, pizza places at one point. You know, <laughs> could, could could still happen. <laughs> um, we didn't actually when we were having those conversations about a pizza place. Like we had no idea that pie was going to happen, and they have pretty I know. Much smashed the pizza. Like yeah, the pizza's yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah. I'm waiting for their second location. Are they, are they doing? Another? I don't know, but yeah, yeah I say so. Like, yeah. it's that. It's that. It's that format that works yeah, yeah stick another one somewhere out in the burbs yeah it'll fly along 
But people aren't don't, don't seem to be. I could be completely wrong because I don't hang out in the suburbs a lot. But if you look at places like Tala, Blanchestown, yeah. Luke, and all that stuff, you know there are masses of people out there, yeah, like you know two hundred thousand people on them. But there doesn't seem to be uh, no. But I guess that's that's for like even like the places that maybe not as much Luke and but like like Tala, maybe maybe town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But maybe you have that idea in your head that there isn't the money out there that yeah. people want to come to, mm. you know. But I don't know, like working with banks is a pain in the ass. We were, we were like, we we had a meeting just to see and what they Could wanted from us. Right. Yeah, we maybe we were looking, maybe we buy something, buy a building, and we were like, we, oh, sorry, you're yeah, talking about working as, with as a company, yeah, as a business, yeah. yeah. And man, they were just so uncompromising, and you know, like we went to them with like a company that's been running for three years, has expanded every year for three years, is still in the black. And they're like, no, we want this and this and this. We want personal guarantees off you. And you're just like, all right, you're not really back in businesses like you yeah. claim you are. Yeah, not yeah. To, like, name that bank name or that anything. Bank. Name that bank. You know? But do you know what I mean? We're just like, grand, fine. We're just going to go a different route. So what do, is, is that why a lot of people do these Kickstarter campaigns? And all yeah, that maybe. But like, no, we would, we would not do it along those lines. Yeah. I think... I I love Kickstarters for kind of society things like magazines and publications, yeah, um, and and items. I I actually don't like the idea of someone kickstarting their business, yeah, only because it, it it's strange to me. It's like well, it's a business, and yeah. If, like if it, you need a Kickstarter, then there's a problem. There's an inherent issue within your yeah, yeah within your business plan. I think the guy that owns the Ivory Tower is that what it's called? Is that still around? The Ivory Tower, yeah. Tower, tower, I can't remember. A restaurant? Restaurant. Right. Cork guy, bit of, he was like a bit of a madman, but he asked a hundred quid from all his mates in the 90s and opened up his business. Right. And they got to eat for whatever period of time. Right. But seemingly that was, that, 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 that done well. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know, ask your mates for a lot of money, but don't ask the public for a lot of money like that. Yeah. But I like the idea of micro loan companies, like mm. finance companies, mm. where it's similar, but there's a return. Like, I mean... If, if you start a Kickstarter to open up your cafe, you're not expecting anything actually back from me. Yeah. I'm not expecting anything back from you. And I think that makes you not more frivolous with the money, but less appreciative of what it's worth. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, yeah, I, I like the idea of microfinance um, where you do have a return, where mm-hmm. the people that are invested are invested in it, you yeah. know? My dad does that with Third Space quite a bit. Does he? Yeah, they have some kind of loaning system all right for yeah. community-based stuff. That's I don't cool. know how big it goes, but... Um, yeah. I know that they yeah that they help to finance X amount of things, but it only happens because of the relationship. So you have to have a, you have a relationship with Third Space, and so like we're not yeah. just going to throw money yeah. Yeah, well, you. that's that's Meet Me in the Morning works with three charities a year, and we set aside a certain amount of money. So whenever actually another charity contacts, so like actually we're currently working with these. Yeah, yeah. We've we've either you know used it all up or mm. we're planning this. Yeah. And next year, please send us an email and we'll we'll look into it. Yeah. You yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. And that's their charitable contribution as well. Mm. You know. Yeah. That's cool, man. Listen, thank you so much for having me over. Yeah. It was any time. I think I need to uh, have a poo in your tongue. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> that coffee, man. <laughs> right through you, right? <laughs> right through you. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the legend of Kevin Powell. Thanks so much, man. Bye-bye. <laughs>
deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.